Welcome back to Kenny and the Coaches. It's the first weekend in March, and for a lot of you, spring break is just a week away. And I don't know about you, but when I think about the spring break time of year, I think about baseball season. Most everyone in the state has started spring baseball, and today I have the 3A defending state champion coach of the Washington Warriors on, Coach Jeff Colbeth. As you will hear in our conversation, he's a lot more accomplished than just this past season's championship. And it's not just the accolades. It's with his impact on the kids he's coached over the years. And here's that conversation with Coach Jeff Colbeth. Coach, I appreciate you taking time out of your uh, busy schedule to talk with me a little bit today. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate you uh, you having me on. Oh, hey, it was everyone. I, I talked to three or four people, and you know, I'm always kind of looking for. Uh, different people to talk to, and your name came up a lot. So I was like, I've got to get in touch with this guy to see what he's all about. So well, well, <laughs> you came well, highly recommended. <laughs> there, there's not much special. It must be uh, people I either went to school with or I'm kin to. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Now, Coach, what is it about coaching that – because it seems like I get asked this question a lot. What is it about coaching that keeps you coming back every year? Oh, I, it, it's all about relationships – coach that, that there's there's no no question i mean obviously uh you do it uh you know if if you're looking at the pay or or if you're looking about what comes for you mm -hmm. uh that there's 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 not a lot there it, it's about building relationships uh with your players uh and uh is trying to get fit one common goal and, and move forward and be as successful as you can be yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So a lot of people don't understand that. You know, it's not. It's definitely not about the money. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> now, talk about some of the people that, that not only influenced you to become a coach, but kind of influenced how you coach. Uh, well, I, I grew up uh, uh, a Marlo outlaw, and uh, I, I'm, I'm sure there are many others like us out there. Uh, mm. That that is a deep coaching tree. Mm -hmm. uh, if you've ever looked into that and, and, and so, some of the guys that, uh, started, uh, was a guy by the name of Joe Lane, mm -hmm. uh, who was my secondary coach in high school, who, uh, believed in me. I, I, I was not very big. I was about five foot five and weighed about 120 pounds. And, mm -hmm. and he believed in, uh, uh, who I was and what I could do. And, uh, then you, then you take, uh, a guy by like Darvis Cole. Uh, and uh, Ron Newby, who still to this day that I reach out and, and contact all the time. And then baseball-wise, a guy by the name of Lynn Harmark, who is my high school baseball coach. And, and there are many others, and, and, and you hate to just keep saying names, but uh, mm -hmm. that's where it started. Uh, I watched how I was treated uh, and, and, and shown how to treat others and, and still compete at a high level. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it, how many years have you have have you coached? This is my thirty uh, second, thirty three. If you count uh, coaching uh, when I did my student teaching in eighty nine. All right. Have you kind of <laughs> note? Have you kind of noticed the change in? And I, I ask this question a lot to people that have coached for uh, quite a while. Have you noticed a change in the athletes over over that period of time? Uh, I think the change is. Uh, the, the training, mm -hmm. 
uh, I, I, our kids train year round. Whether you're a multi-sport guy or whether you're a one-sport guy, mm-hmm. guys just train year round. Growing up, you know, it, it, it was we would show up every once in a while and push around on the universal machine and <laughs> act like we were lifting weights. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> and so, no, uh, the change is just just uh, it, it's year round for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether that's a plus or a minus, depending on how you look at it, that's what's changed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, you always hear about, oh, you need to let kids, you know, be kids every now and then. But the kids kids don't want to be kids. They want to work out. They really do. The ones that want to work, they're going to work out. You know, I mean, they, uh, and they just get better at what they do. They do get better, and, and it is uh, it is full go. And, and uh, I can attest, I got – guys right now that uh, don't stop Mm -hmm. and and sometimes i have to send them away (laughs) which is you know also a great thing absolutely yeah i've always said it's it's better to it's better for me to have to try to calm you down than to try to tune you up you know that is correct (laughs) that is correct now kind of in that same atmosphere what kind of talk about the athletic atmosphere at a school like washington because i mean you know from the outside looking in all your programs are always competitive. I mean, year in and year out. It doesn't matter. You can lose, you know, 10 seniors and and just be right back at it the next year. Kind of talk about what it's like there athletically at, at Washington. Well, uh, we, uh, uh, we, we have done some numbers uh, over the last uh, couple months. And uh, uh, the crazy thing about it is the number of kids that do participate, I – I think in our seventh and eighth grade, it's like a uh, 74, 75% uh, number of how many kids are in uh, junior high athletics. And then at the uh, high school level, it's about 72, 73% of kids that are in in some sort of uh, athletic uh, event and and team. And and so – you just watch other programs have success, and and, and you want to be a part of that. And and mm-hmm. right now, uh, you have all those kids that are competing. I talk to coaches all the time. They're like, "How do you guys do it when you have so many kids out?" And I say, "Well, the percentages of our kids that uh, play athletics are uh, are." Uh, really really high mm-hmm. i think 98 percent of our student body is in an extracurricular activity wow and, and so you know when your numbers are up that 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 there's a lot of uh competition in that mm-hmm. you know the, those guys can't turn around or girls can't turn around and go uh, there's 11 of them and, and we need nine to play yeah. you know mm-hmm. and so it, it breeds competition which also breeds success absolutely that old iron sharpens iron Philosophy. Yes, iron sharpens iron. That's the philosophy. <laughs> now, kind of talking about last year's ba- baseball team, what was it about last year's team that was different from other teams that you'd coached? Well, uh, it, it started out a little rough. Uh, we, uh, we we were pretty much playing for ourselves. And then when we decided to uh, change our mindset and start worrying about uh, what the team success was and, and how uh, – how, uh, much we cared for one another mm-hmm. changed everything yeah the team unity thing yeah yes yeah. yes and and you can preach that all you want but until they buy in and decide that's how they 
want to go about it, then then you're going to struggle up and down. Absolutely. Yep. Now, now coming off of that state championship last spring, what are kind of your expectations for this season? Well, I, I knew as soon as we won one with the number of kids we were going to have back that the expectations would be high again. Mm-hmm. And uh, as always, uh, you go win one, you, you worry about the mindset of your team coming back. You know, have they, just, have, have they think they've got to the top and have they reveled in the glory. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, Right now, it, it, it won't make us win it, uh, but it's going to give us a chance. Our, our seniors have uh, took hold, and, and you would think that they uh, got beat last year nice. instead of winning it. And, and right now, we're, we're in a great situation with those guys and their leadership. Yeah. Man, it's almost like, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, I hadn't been in that spot where I've won a state championship, but I, I would just imagine, in, and I don't know if you're the same way, as soon as – you win that championship, you're almost like, all right, now what? Now what do we got to do to win it again? Right. You know, right. it's almost like you can't enjoy it because it's like, no, we got to defend it. You know, you have to uh, go jump out there and 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 like you said, go defend uh, uh, what you had. We try not think about defending. We want to attack another one. There you go. It's kind of our mindset. There you go. Now the past two sports that you've been involved in, baseball and football. Yeah, you, you've finished both of them, hoisting up, hoisting up that trophy at the end. Kind of describe that feeling. Well, the uh, uh, the feeling is 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 really surreal. But uh, we talk all the time. Uh, Coach Brad Beller uh, and I are really close, and and, and we talk all the time uh, to our kids about it's not about a, a a ring, it's not about a trophy, mm-hmm. it's about the reward from the journey mm-hmm. and so when it's kind of over with you lift that up but you know that the journey has ended and so all those trials and 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 all those jubilations that you get uh through the journey is is is, is what it's all about mm-hmm. and, and so when you do lift it up yeah it, it's a great feeling for us in football it was an unbelievable feeling because we had chased one you know, three out of the last four years and had yeah. come up short. Mm-hmm. And, and so you get a little bit of, ah, you know, for the baseball one, uh, I knew we had a chance to be good. I didn't know how good last year. And, and yeah. like I said, until we started caring for one another, we were just going to be very okay. But mm-hmm. we changed our mindset. Our guys bought in and, and obviously fortunate enough to uh, hoist uh, one in the spring and one in the in the fall. No, that's that's, that's pretty special. If you, I mean, when you look back at it, you know, like I said right now you're thinking about attacking this next one, but I mean, when you look back at it, that's that's pretty special. And even like the way you were describing kind of the two journeys, you know, one of them was you finally got over that hump, and the other one yes, was kind of almost almost like it was unexpected, you know. Right. I mean, that's right. Too, you know, I've talked to people that have won. Like I talked to uh, Coach Bullard from Shattuck. You know, I mean, he's won so many. It's just like, you know, on to the next one. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes. But you know, just hearing that, being able to I imagine for you being able to experience both of those is, is a, a pretty special feeling. Not a lot of people get to experience those two types of feelings. You know. No, that really incredible. Uh, a couple different ones. Obviously, I was the defense coordinator in one, mm-hmm. so so I'm not in charge of that team. Mm-hmm. You know, Coach Beller is, is is our guy in charge, and but to win one as 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 being a head coach, where you know everything that you do 
uh, in that program is underneath you, mm-hmm. and that's a pretty special thing. Yeah. That kind of goes into my next question. Preparing for both of those separate state championship games, uh, in in the baseball, being the head coach and being the defensive coordinator, right? And that what yes, sir. Talking? And being the defensive coordinator, did you feel more pressure in either one of those? Like, which did you feel more pressure as the head coach or, or more pressure as the as the DC? I, I I truly believe there was more pressure on the football one just because of uh, w- what the tracks had getting to it. You know, with mm-hmm. with the two previous losses in twenty and 21 and then obviously the 17 in millwood so we had tasted everything except you know mm-hmm. uh the, yeah. the baseball uh, pressure i the pressure comes from me i don't know that anybody else can put any more pressure on me than what i pressure myself mm-hmm. to make sure that i don't leave those kids short of yeah. anything i i want to absolutely make sure that we cover everything that we need to cover to give those kids the best opportunity to succeed yeah. and so the pressure was on but it wasn't really to win one the pressure was on let's give them the best opportunity and 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 uh, kind of crazy but uh after we win the semifinal game we're 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 coming home and my catcher just walks up the aisle and he leans over and he goes we're winning one tomorrow, Coach. Yeah. I go, well, I'm all in for that. I'm, I'm fired <laughs> up for that. He goes, I'm just telling you, Coach, we're winning one. <laughs> and so when, when they believe, you oh. give yourself a chance every day. Absolutely. I always say that's half the battle. You know, yes. I mean, with, with, with 16, 17, 18-year-old kids, you know, that's make, getting them to the point where they, like you said, your catcher is like, we're going to win. You know, there's yes. no, there was no doubt in his mind. No doubt. <laughs> now – Talk a little bit about the – I was saying this at the beginning. I hope I can say it correctly. The Broyles Award and, and what that was like being named a recipient of that. Well, uh, I was on the uh, – uh, I was a region rep and uh, mm-hmm. for football. And, and we were in a, in a meeting one day, and, and they were talking about the Broyles Award. And uh, uh, kind of, we were going to lean in and check it in on all that. And so uh, uh, they uh, said, "Hey, we're going to start doing this deal." And uh, Coach Bell and I were talking, "Man, what a neat opportunity, yeah. you know, for, for somebody." And and uh, so anyway, uh, not this winter uh, football meetings, but last winter, uh, I come walking into the general business meeting and they start talking about the Broyles Award and they said, we have five finalists. Well, I have no idea. <laughs> Coach Beller shared nothing and it pops up, my name's up there and they're going to vote on the finalists. And I'm like, what the heck, where did that come from? <laughs> and so, uh, the, the, your peers vote on that and, uh, they came back after the vote obviously announced it and uh uh from from that point on you know you just appreciate and we talk about all the time about our kids you know you you have parents and and you have doubters but but go talk to your peers Mm -hmm. and 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 they're they're not gonna lie to you they're gonna tell you and 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 so when your peers vote on something like that uh, i mean that's a pretty special deal and then you know it kind of goes away you kind of know about it and then the opportunity to to go to uh, Little Rock and and to go through 
those things and, and, and to be uh, in a position where you're talking to some of the top high school uh, coaches across the uh, nation is, is it's really surreal and, and uh, kind of eye popping, to oh, be honest with you. I can, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Now, <clears throat> I hope I got this information right. A lot of people that, are, that uh, you know, suggested that I talk to you, uh, kind of talk about the work that you've put in with elementary students over the years in, in PE. How important do you think PE is for for students, especially like in the elementary? Well, with, with, with where we are today uh, and, and as many uh, uh, minutes as they said on their iPads or their parents' phones, uh, it, it is so refreshing to see them come through those doors and, and just be able to uh, let all that energy come flowing out. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're, they're excited to come through those doors. If you just yell go loud enough, they don't know where they're going. They don't know what they're doing, yeah. but you told them to go. And they're not sitting in a seat somewhere, you know, working on things. And people tell me all the time, man, you got the best job on campus. I said, yes, I do. <laughs> and, and, and so it's good to see their faces and, and, and to let them shrill a little bit. And, and, and I call it uh, organized chaos is kind of what we go through. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, no, it, it's, it, it's needed. It's needed. They need to be out. They need to be running around. And uh, it's, it, it's, a, it's a great time. Yeah. Do you kind of – do you think that's where athletic confidence starts? Oh, I think so. I, I, I'm in a very fortunate situation. I see pre-K through 12th graders every day. Mm-hmm. And, and so uh, I, the relationships that I get to build aren't what some of our guys that are just teaching high school or just teaching middle school. I mean, I get to see them all the way through. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so I have an advantage of uh, I get to know them before they get to us. Mm-hmm. You know, and I yeah. kind of know their mindset, and I, I I know their strengths, I know their weaknesses, and uh, so I, I call myself the uh, campus recruiting coordinator because I am <laughs> up and down the halls, always recruiting, go. and it's not just for my sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see guys and go, man, you need to think about playing basketball down the road, or you need to think about running track down the road, and mm-hmm. and so uh, it's just about building relationships, which I said at the first part of our conversation. Yeah. And, you know, and sometimes that's all a kid needs, you know, just you saying, hey, you ought to try this, you know. Man, a hug, uh, 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 an uplift, uh, man, this is, uh, you could be really good at this and you just watch their faces just light up like, man, Mm -hmm. that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Coach, uh, before I let you go, I got got one final question for you. Yes, sir. Whenever, when Coach Colbeth is done coaching, what do you want the kids that you've, coached or or said words to like you were talking about what do you want them to remember about you well i sure hope they believe that i love that's Mm. that's that's the foremost you know the success the wins you know all that type stuff i I hope they say man that guy was fair and that guy loved us Mm. and that's about it oh man I can tell that that meant a lot. That means a lot to you, man. I, I kind of hear you choking up. I almost kind of choked up a little bit, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's what it's all about. Man, I I really appreciate you taking time to talk with me. And uh, 
I, I think I don't, you know, of all these I've, I've done, I think I've probably in, enjoyed this one, just listening to your words and, you know, just kind of getting to know you just a little bit, just in this 20 minutes we've been talking. And I'm going well, to be keeping up with uh, the Washington Warriors baseball team this Well, you're season. doing a great thing. It's a platform that I think we can use as coaches and, and you going across the state and, and getting guys on uh, that, that it's just word of mouth. Mm-hmm. You know that hey, you might want to talk to that guy, and, and I think you do a great thing, and it, and it's it, it's good for us to be able to have a platform and and to speak out and and have other people reach out, or me being able to reach out to someone else. All right, all right, coach, all right. I appreciate it. Yes. Thanks to Coach Colbeth for being on the podcast today, and thank you for listening. A new episode comes out every Sunday on your favorite podcasting site. And while you're there, subscribe and tell others about it. It's Kenny and the coaches. And that's Kenny with an E. Until next time.